Good evening, everybody, and you're listening to the first episode. Let's see if I get this right. The first episode of the Fandom City Podcast. That's right. If uh, you're a longtime listener and you haven't heard the news or seen the news on Facebook, uh, then you're probably wondering what the hell happened to the Fandom Cantina. You might be wondering what happened to Rebel Fandom. And the truth is we killed Rebel. That's right. We just decided, you know what, we can't take any more of his bullshit. And uh, we offed him. So there you have it. Uh, No, we're kidding. We couldn't do this without Mr. Hollywood himself. Uh, This is the first episode of the Fandom City podcast where I can absolutely say the wonderful people we have involved with this are without bias and bringing the blunt. Uh, No, not, not, not the weed. Just the bluntness. Uh, First up, uh, he's the guy that okayed this. Uh, he's a guy that uh, we thought we were taking a break for a week or two, and somehow it turned into over half the summer. But uh, we're back. He's not dead, contrary to popular belief. Uh, it's uh, Hollywood Rebel. What's happening, man? What's going on, man? Just checking to make sure I'm not dead. After you, you, know, you said you killed me, and I thought there for a second. I'm like, well, am I dead? But you know, just making sure. Uh, you sound sick. I, I am I am a little under the weather, a little bit of stuff going on, sinuses and kind of that I, junk. So I firmly blame uh, my spouse and the future mother of my future child uh, for that. She was sick, so I'm sure she got you sick. We're blaming her. No, totally. Yeah. Totally. We'll yeah, that her. sounds good to me. She's about 15 feet from me, so um, I might get whacked for real. Uh, also joining us tonight, uh, he is. A man who, uh, I'm only going to do this once, so he doesn't feel too embarrassed. Without him, this show doesn't exist. Without him, Rebel Fandom wouldn't have existed. Star Wars Wastelands wouldn't have existed. He gave us our first big break. He's always supported us. Uh, He's going to be, hopefully, barring his work schedule, allowing him to a, you know, semi-regular co-host and part of what we're calling the core four here on the Phantom City podcast, it's Tommy B. What's happening, man? Hey, guys, what's up? It's it's definitely been, I don't know, what, a crazy year, year and a half, two years? You know, we've, we've had our ups and downs. Things keep moving. But, hey, I got to tell you, I am thrilled to be here this evening. I am thrilled to be here for this launch of Phantom City, and I cannot wait to see what future holds in store for us here with this i guess you could say new chapter of our podcasting adventure here together we're just here shooting the shit which is a segment we're about to get into right after we introduce this last guy uh he's been here since star wars wastelands uh began way back in 2015 uh, he took a hiatus for a while. He came back when we were doing some Star Wars Wastelands episodes. More on Star Wars Wastelands a little later on. I know some of you have had questions about that. We will answer it. Uh, but it's uh, it's Olivia. What's that? No, it's McMahon. What's happening, man? Man, I thought we were about to just start this show off on a horrible note. And, and here you go. Yeah, you did right. I mean, from the opening song forward, you're, you're doing good so far. I mean, I know you're going to ruin it. Because you're you, and you have to, at some point, play some crappy music that's going to ruin my night. But, you know, 
the more things change, the more they stay the same, I guess. I'm excited. I can't wait. You know, and uh, if there's anything I've always been, it's blunt. Uh, well, that's perfect for this show. Uh, yo, yo, yo. Shawnee McShawnsky, did you just call him Olivia? I did. I want to know the story behind that. There's got to be a story. All right. So. Why? Well, okay. Fizz, help me out here, man, because the name of the show is slipping my mind. Um, man, I almost don't want to help you. I, I, I can't remember. It's a Shonda Rhyme show. I just can't remember. Someone help someone. I need to know. <laughs> We're not moving on until we know this story. So come on. What's the name of the show, Fizz? I don't know. Maybe we're just going to bring the show to a halt for a few minutes. Let's try to figure it out. No, it's, it's a scandal joke. Scandal, it's, that's it's, it. It's, it's horrible. It's not even funny. It like Okay, so I started calling him Fitz instead of Fizz, and Fitz is the president of the, one of them anyway, uh, president of the United States of America in... Uh, in that show, and I like Fitz. Man, have cool. you forgotten the name already? And uh, <laughs> scandal, <literally> scandal. <laughs> uh, and you know, I thought I was doing him a solid, and I really like Cyrus being in that show. So I, I thought naturally, if I call him Fitz, he's gonna call me Cy. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. No. Instead, he calls me Olivia, the main character of the show, who I absolutely cannot stand and. Pretty much wish death on every single episode. You're the only bitch. person happy when she was so, kidnapped. So, so you're Olivia. No, no. Yes, but, yes, he but, is. Wait, wait. That's wait, what. That, that's that's what I think I just heard. That's what I gathered from that story. I mean, that that's, that's what came out there. Really, both of you. You both got to take his side. That's it. The show. Are you having like an identity crisis, Olivia, or what? The show is over. That's it. We're done. We're done. (laughs) Eight minutes into this thing, and I am done. We we had a new record. (laughs) It's over. See you later. Um, No, it's just a, a running joke, a running gag. Which, by the way, if you're new to this show. You're probably going to hear some different sounding voices on the show. Well, that's because two of us are from north of the border. That's right. Uh, the greater Toronto area here in Canada. Uh, hey. Canada. We have Thomas, who uh, is down in the uh, northern United States. And we have Tommy B. Pardon well, me. Some people say I'm in the south now. But uh, those people are wrong. And the real Southern guy is Mr. Hollywood Rebel over there who... Uh, yes, sir. I mean, listen to the voice. Can is, you still hey. call yourself a true Southern gentleman Where are claim you? to be from Hollywood? Look, look, I don't claim... Actually, there's a Hollywood, Alabama, but I'm not from there either, so... Look <laughs> at <laughs> you having all the answers. Hey, you know, got to. Just when you think you have all the answers, McMahon changes the questions. That's right, a nod to the late great Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, which, by the way, Fizz, I've seen that his daughter is uh, AEW bound, so that's cool. I know nothing about her, but that's cool. Um, sure. Um, is it his daughter, or is that just a gag? I, I, I have no idea. No, oh, not ready. Well, <laughs> uh, maybe McMahon didn't know that. 
Um, McMahon did not know that. All righty. I'm sitting there going, maybe I got my information wrong, but she pretty clearly said that she is Rowdy Roddy Piper's daughter. So, uh, whose name I have already forgotten. That's right. I'm Sage, and I got a funny story about the name Sage, by the way. And you're not going to believe me when I say this. Teal. 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 Uh, producer Jade says Teal. I, I see I see this. Yes. Uh, the, the, yeah. Okay. So, That's the thing. Yeah. Is she an actual wrestler? And, and that, expl- that explains because it only happened like two hours ago. Is she an actual wrestler or just someone who is <laughs> just getting into it? News to me. Interesting. Interesting. This will be... Uh, uh, I mean, hey, I, I'm a huge Piper fan, so I, I wish her all the best. Uh, okay, guys. By the way, if you're new to the show, which obviously you are because it's our very first episode, you can join us on Mixler. Uh, For now, the link is Mixler.com forward slash the-fandom-cantina. You can log into the chat, leave messages. Uh, You'll be able to hear us uh, on many of other platforms as well. Uh, We're just getting our feet wet in this. Uh, If you have any questions, we will try to answer them towards the end of the show. We uh, will be covering a wide range of topics. But to begin shows, if you don't like casual talk about what's going on in our lives and us shooting the shit, you're probably going to want to fast forward past the first 15 to 20 minutes of this show every episode. Because that's just the way it's going to be. And if you don't like it, too bad. This ain't the show for you. And if you do like it, then awesome, because we're really cool people, uh, except Hollywood Rebel. Um, Screw you, Owen Shade like that. So I'm sitting on the couch the other day, guys, and uh, as you know, I have a a baby on the way. Uh, We're getting really close to gender reveal time. What? You're pregnant? Yeah, first ever male. World record. Uh, She probably wishes it could be me and not her. Um, But... So we have our boy name decided, barring any last-minute changes. And the boy name is uh, Jensen, a.k.a. Jensen Ackles from Supernatural. Uh, No decision on middle names yet or anything like that. And my family has had one girl born in 60 years, uh, so the odds of a female, a little baby girl, probably aren't great. Uh, And we've been having a hard time with the girl names, even though I think it's going to be irrelevant at the end. And uh, you know, you know, you are just slapping fate in the face right now. And yeah, and, you and, and, and I think that, that I thought she was shitting with me, guys. I thought she was sh- not shitting with me. That'd be awkward. Couples don't shit together. Um, well, I mean, as I long thought, as you got two toilets, I guess. Oh, have you seen the bathrooms where they have two toilets facing one another and no door? Like, who could do that? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, look. No. look that's freaking weird. I'm madly in love with her, but no, no that's that's a line crosser. No. I can't do that. Like, just, You don't want to sit there and hold hands can, with her? Can you imagine sitting across from your significant other, and they're taking a dump right in front of you as you're doing your business, and like, you're thinking to yourself, wow, we had a lot of corn for dinner tonight. It's not going to go well. Like, You're probably never going to no. want corn again. No, I, I, I think I think the bigger concern would be after the first time you eat Mexican food. Oh yeah. See then then see then the question becomes: Is it a good thing to have two toilets or a bad thing to have two toilets? Wait a minute. Wait no. A minute. What, if, what if y'all both? Gotta pay the both? What, what if you both are out of toilet paper at the same time? Who's gonna go get some more? Oh, that's a real Man, problem. Man, if you if you have two toilets in the bathroom and you don't have 
two independent rolls of toilet paper, you've mm-hmm. done something wrong. And if you should somehow manage to run out of both rolls at the same time, well, you deserve the waddle you're about to have to do. Hey, I think we've all been in that position. We've all been in the position Where... of having to do the waddle, I'm sure. But that's, you know, one roll of toilet paper in the bathroom. It's an acceptable response. Now, the fact you've run out of toilet paper inside the bathroom, then you, you, you've you gone off the rail somewhere. But it's not always your fault. But, come on, two rolls of toilet paper running empty at the same time? You fucked up. I think we've all been in that position where you go to sit sit down and do your business and you realize there's no toilet paper left. It's not a fun position to be in. Anyways, uh, we've gotten sidetracked as usual, and that will happen on this show. What's new? Uh, um, I mean, I guess everything, because it's the first episode. She says to me, what do you think about Sage for the baby girl's name? And obviously, like, I'm thinking, like, this is a total shot at me, and, um, you know, she's just joking around. This is 150% not my idea. And I think she's having fun with me. And uh, why are you guys talking about this? Uh, Sean Hockey says in the chat. Uh, well, uh, because we can. Yes, exactly. We will talk about anything and everything. If you have a pizza do- delivery driver who was late and still expects a tip, we'll talk about him. We'll tell him to go fuck himself. That's the type of show this is going to be. This well, is what not- if he's a she and she's attractive? Well, in my case, I'm still going to say that. Um, in your case. Be my guest. The door is open. Uh, no, we're going to talk about well, of a wide... course it is. I'm accepting a delivery. We're going to talk about a wide range of things on this show. This is going to be a fun show, uh, down-to-earth show. If you're looking for people that are pretending that they're professional news anchors, this ain't it, minus one segment you'll hear later on. Uh, we're, we'll get to all that fun stuff. The MCU stuff is coming, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy people being themselves, expressing themselves however the fuck they want to. Because uh, that's me. I know it's these three. I know it's these three. I know these three. Are you sure? Oh, I know you. Especially you. Sure? you. I've heard you go Do you off. really know us? I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm questioning this. Anyway, she says Sage for the baby name, right? I'm thinking she's, she's joking. But no, guy, le- legitimately, if we have a baby girl, she wants to name it Sage. Thoughts. Thought. No. That Thoughts. would be no. weird. She's no. got a pretty good name. I mean, that would be weird in my eyes. But whatever. You do you. If you have a daughter and name her Sage, uh, uh, she's getting a nickname immediately. That, that's what I said to him. Like, well, that, what do I become? Like, I've had that name for like. 16, 17 years. It just gets bought by an infant? Well, wait. Now, now well, I don't think, I don't think it's, being, it's not here. being bought. It's being passed on. So the name will live okay. on past you. There, there's one. Yeah, exactly. That is one thing I do like about it. It's no, it's not news to the three of you that I've had health issues and, uh, and knock on wood. Um... You hope nothing else arises, but the idea of, you know, when my time comes, hopefully many years from now, uh, that that name would be hers, and I do like that. And uh, while I am open to other names, I've sort of accepted the idea if that's what uh, Jade wants to name her baby girl, I'd be okay with it. But I did tell her I think it should be with a G and not a J. 
Well, you just uh, beat me to the what I was getting ready to say. I don't know if you ever said her name was Jade on the a show. Uh, I was kind of steering past that. She's got a pretty good name. Have you ever thought of like naming a girl after her? And then you have Jay Junior. That's pretty. That's that's good. Then you got Jay Junior. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Her 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 sister's already like bargaining for it to be Shawnee again. So I I, Jay Junior. No, I'm I'm vetoing Jay Junior. Why are you putting that out there for everybody to hear? Jeez. I can see if you were like I call you Shawnee McShawnsky of the land of the make believe. So what does that make (laughs) your spawn? I don't know. No idea whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> anyways, guys, let's end shooting the really shit. That's really weird. Let's end shooting the shit with this uh, because it broke last night, I believe. Uh, we didn't have it in our show notes. So Disney Plus, or Disney Plays, Disney Play or Disney Plus, what's it called? Plus. Disney Plus, Plus. yeah. Disney Plus. Is has a a package where you get Disney Plus, uh, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. Thirteen bucks a month. American, American. There's no announcements for Canada, but American, which is where most of our listeners uh, are from. I gotta tell you guys, I think like like if I'm Netflix, I'm sitting there going, "Oh shit." Yeah. Um, what are your yeah, guys' thoughts? Are. Go around the table. I don't. I don't think they're concerned generally at all because if you've watched Netflix the last few years, they've made a generally concerted effort to put their weight behind Netflix original series, things they've produced, things they control, and it's probably why I don't like Netflix as much anymore. Just as long as they keep giving me, as long as they keep giving me Stranger Things and Glow, I'm all for it. Okay, and. You know, I'm I'm okay with all that. You know, losing a lot of people, you know, they griped and moaned and groaned when they started losing the Marvel series. Well, you know, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed them all, but after a while, they started to lose their luster. You know, once they got to the team up, that was supposed to be the end of it. You know, that was their arc. That was supposed to be it, and they just kept going. And I don't know, they they their best before date has passed. I'm okay with them being gone. But, you know, they're, they're concerted, they're moving towards original series, and they're quality, you know. There are far more hits than misses, which you can't say for a lot of network television shows. I mean, every network cancels three to four shows within the first two months of a season. And I, I can't think of a Netflix series that hasn't gone at least two seasons. Now, they might be crap. Uh, there are a few instances of that that uh, well, I can't even think of the name of it. It's that creepy one with the chick the, with the weird voice. Just ugh, I can't even think of the name of it right now. But no idea. You know, uh, here's one that are, are you talking live action only, or an, is animation included? Well, I think animation is a little different because I don't think they've actually okay. done anything strictly themselves yet. Now they've you know they've 
exclusively licensed a lot of series that I think are great. Like I myself, Seven Deadly Sins, I love that show. I didn't think I would. Yeah, my, well, that that's, my brother that's, insisted that's I watch it. We can't really talk about that too much. Uh, I'm, ta- See, I'm talking more about what their... they are. I don't I don't know if they have any exclusive that they've done. Yeah, yeah, Voltron, you got BoJack right? Horseman, which started I mean, yeah, on okay, Netflix, I didn't, yeah, and I didn't ended up going to Comedy bad. Central. And the same creators, they did Tuca and Birdie, but that didn't get picked up for a season two. Okay. So, yeah, they have done it. So, I mean, yeah, you include that in there, you know. But they've made the concerted effort to move towards original content. So, I don't – they're not nearly as hurt by losing, you know, the Disney content and the NBC Universal content forthcoming. I mean, the outroar when they announced The Office was leaving the series just made me laugh. But, you know, I'm Canadian, so it'll probably stay on up here just like Star Wars has so far. But – that's a different issue altogether that I'm sure we'll discuss at length. I've hogged this topic long enough. Who's next? Hollywood? Uh, I mean, I don't know that this is going to kill Netflix, this one thing, but like the fact that I can get Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and ESPN+, Plus for the same price that I can get the standard Netflix subscription for is pretty crazy. I mean, like that's that deal in and of itself is probably, I mean... I told my fiance about it tonight, and she was like all over it. I mean, that's like too good of a deal, especially in this cord cutting age we're in. But I don't know that it's going to kill Netflix. I mean, I don't pay for my Netflix subscription anyway. I'm still in those. I piggyback off my parents. So, yeah, I think a lot of people uh, share Netflix subscriptions. I know uh, me and my missus uh, definitely do that. Uh, I do think cord cutting is happening and soon. It's really getting there. I think McMahon and I talked about that a couple of times recently. Uh, Tommy B., where are you at, man, with this package? All right. I am qualified to speak on this topic if I do feel so, uh, whatever. Uh, so for a couple years now, I've had Netflix, uh, you know, my own subscription and all that. And I they just take it right out. And some months I use it more than others. I did a run-through of Supernatural on I did BoJack. We... we me and the wife watch Stranger Things, uh, other exclusive shows. I discovered Seven Deadly Sins through Netflix. And at the same time, we've also had Hulu, and we've used that for different things. Now, we had Comcast, which is like internet-slash-cable behemoth in this part of the country for the U.S., maybe others too. Um, but now we're in a new area where... We don't have the same opportunities. So we cut the cord finally. And right now we're going off sling. Uh, we're getting ready to get off sling after one month and uh, hop on Hulu live. Having said that, I do not foresee us even considering dropping the Netflix subscription. Because, number one, we keep it basic. We only pay, like, what is it, like 9 bucks, 10 bucks a month right now for the one screen. Uh, just... Just get mostly your exclusive content that's only on Netflix and Netflix puts out there and other stuff that you might not find on Hulu because Hulu is really better just for TV as opposed to all the films and such. Sadly, I know Hulu's not. Now, getting over to that, getting over to the whole, I'm just going to, this is personal opinion. ESPN, I don't care. It does nothing for me. Um Disney Plus, yeah, there's a few things coming on there that I'd probably be interested in. Um, I'm gonna, I'm probably not gonna sign up 
on the first month it comes out. Then again, maybe I will because Mandalorian's coming out on release day. Uh, so that may happen very well. The fact that it's going to be bundled with Hulu, yeah, that's nice. But at the same time, we're getting ready to pay for Hulu Live, which offers pretty good service for the cord cutters. And I am almost certain that that package is not going to like prorate Hulu Live for you at all. So I'm still going to have to pay for the full rate for Hulu Live and then add on Disney Plus as something totally separate and pay whatever their base rate will be. What is it, like eight, nine, ten bucks probably. What was the package like? Sixteen bucks. Thirteen. Okay. 13. So yeah, I'm not really saving much money. The package isn't going to be doing really anything for me. But you know, for those who don't use aren't in my sort of predicament, I can definitely understand. That's like the deal of all deals. Um. Well, I mean, I don't think we need to spend any more time on this. Uh, I was going to add something else, but. Uh... We do need to get to our feature three, and we can't even do that because we have some massive breaking news. How about some breaking news for the first episode? Wish I had a... Uh, I'm going to have to throw a sound thing in there <laughs> during the edit version. <laughs> uh, so breaking news, I have no idea if this affects Star Wars or not. Um, but David Benioff and Dan Weiss have signed a $200 million deal with Netflix. Uh, that's coming to you from Slash Film. Benioff and Weiss, if you guys don't know, uh, creators of the Game of Thrones TV series, have signed a $200 million deal with Netflix. I'm going to assume that it's not going to affect their work on Star Wars, but with all the changes Star Wars movies seem to go through, at this point, I'm betting nothing until I hear they're still on board. Uh, Fizz, over to you first. What are your thoughts? I mean, you were oh, just talking about wow. Netflix original content and... They go um, and get two of the biggest fish in the sea. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, it's it's legit because it is, you know, just a quick Google search tells me I'm seeing it from more than that deadline, uh, IGN, Variety. So this is this is a real thing. This is happening. And I, I have to assume that, see, now I don't even know because my, my gut instinct was, okay, this is strictly a TV thing, you know, only TV shows, but... You know, the first paragraph is that produce and direct new movies and TV shows. So, I I mean, I'd assume it has nothing to do with the Star Wars stuff. My guess is that they'll do the Star Wars. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not saying then, Star Wars stuff uh, would go to Netflix. I wasn't saying that. But, but no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying that, you know, it, it would be a, a conclusion of that, you know, because it, it's what, what did the, they signed what, a three-picture deal with Disney, I believe. Uh, they've never that's, actually said that, other than it was a multi. Okay, that's the presumed. That's the presumed from the fan base. So presumed three films, and with Benioff and Weiss, it's it's not out of the realm that they might film those in consecutive order, as well. You know, punch those three out in relative short order, and then just you know obviously uh, separate the releases. So I I don't know. I mean, it it it's also. You know, I wouldn't be too surprised if they didn't just produce stuff in the the interim term for Netflix. It should, it should be noted that they're only signed on as writers and producers. For the I have them Star as the Wars full deal. oh for the Star Wars project. Okay, yes. so uh, I I don't know. This is shocking. I'm hey, I'm glad it's happening on the uh, first episode here, Phantom City. 
uh, which you can catch live every Wednesday at around 10 o'clock, or you can wait for our uh, edited episode on Fridays. Uh, this is kind of shocking to me, and I want to assume that Star Wars is safe because we know they've been working on it for a while now. At the same time, I, I don't know. Until I hear that they're still doing Star Wars, I'm not assuming anything either way. Uh, Tommy B, over to you next, knowing that uh, you have a lot of love for Star Wars. You have a new love for Game of Thrones. We were just talking about Netflix. Where are you at with this news, man? Well, you know, the very first thing that comes to my mind is, did Disney ever explicitly say that, and I know they're not going to be, it doesn't work that way, all Star Wars content was going to be pulled from Netflix? Because I'm pretty sure they denied it, didn't they? I mean, I don't know. I don't really think there's that much content on Netflix at the moment at all. They currently have Solo, The Last Jedi, and maybe The Force Awakens. Uh, I think they lost The Force Awakens. Okay. Well, all all that's kind of off. That's that's just like, you know, what pops into the brain when I first hear that. On the other note, that, that sounds like a really tall work order for... Yeah, two people. It really does. Working double dipping for both Netflix and Disney, and I don't know if they're going to like that either of the. You know, they're uh, they're essentially entering the whole. They're be, they're being competitors right now. I would certainly have concerns about it. I I absolutely so, would. I do. I I wouldn't be surprised if one of them ends up dropping the other. And given Netflix just picked them up, they might be uh, eyeing up. Seeing if Disney's going to drop them uh, in response shortly thereafter. I'll tell you right now, and people might think I'm crazy, and I don't have facts. This is just opinion. These guys aren't getting $200 million to do these Star Wars movies. Man, if they are, then god damn, those two guys need to give their agents a raise. The interesting thing is these reports stated... A hundred million dollars at first. And then quickly the corrections came. No, it's two hundred million dollars. So a hundred million. It's not unfathomable that, yeah, it was reported a hundred million each that got truncated into a hundred million total. So that's that's not at all out of the realm. Huge money, though. Huge money for Netflix to hand out. Man, I think they passed huge money about a hundred million dollars ago. Uh, Hollywood men, I get it. You're not a Star Wars guy. You're not a Game of Thrones guy. All of a sudden, all of our listeners hate you for me saying that. Um, but when you That's hear, okay. You'll get them back when we talk Marvel. Y- you know how big Star Wars is. You know how big Game of Thrones is. I do. You hear $200 million for these guys to be all in at Netflix, uh, and yet they're still signed for at least three Star Wars movies. They're out of Disney. You think that's I, I, where they're going? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think Disney's going. I mean, I don't think if I was Disney, I wouldn't like them working for Netflix and me at the same time. Especially considering that, like, a lot of these reports say, you know, that it, it was a three-way bidding war between Netflix, Disney, and Amazon as to who they were going to work for. So, like, if I'm Disney, I wouldn't like the fact that, you know, they decided on Netflix and they're going to try to work for me. I don't think they they might finish one movie for. I, with Disney, well, but I don't know. 
Well, the one thing we can tell you is the release schedule for Star Wars with them is supposedly 2022, 2024, 2026. Yeah, so... I, 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 should, I should point out, just because this is a point you made, Rebel, that uh, they're already doing this with someone. Shonda Rhimes has already done this. She still works, you know, it, it's... Has she it's done big. anything it's other than her shows for them, though? She... I mean, obviously, Disney, Shondaland, that's ABC. That's their bread and butter. Without that yep. Thursday night, you know, Grey's Anatomy-led block, ABC's Thursday right. night has sucked for a what long I'm time. What I'm asking is, does has she done any show that's not in that block or movie for Netflix? I have no I idea believe, I believe her first Netflix series is in production. I don't know if it's actually hit yet, but she did sign that big deal. So I, I'll tell you okay. right now. I, I'm just worried that I have so much hope for the Star Wars trilogy with them. If it is a trilogy, we know it's at least three films. If they were to then be dropped, oh man, my hope for Star Wars. I'm not going to say it goes down the drain, but it's what I'm most excited for right now, and it's still a long way out. And I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. More on that possibly next week as details come through. You know the Star Wars question, Lucasfilm question, is going to get asked a bunch over the next week. Hopefully we can bring you answers. It's time to move on to the next segment, guys. That is, it's kind of taking a back burner tonight because of that breaking news. But uh, our featured three, that's right. Each show, we're going to give you three main topics that we're going to spend an unlimited amount of time on uh, as the uh, discussion warrants. Uh, and see where it ends up. And uh, the first of the three topics tonight, guys, the future of the MCU. Let's focus strictly on Phase 4. The MCU's success has been matched by nobody. Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, Endgame was great. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was fantastic. Uh, they've had three incredible phases Lots of talk out there right now going on about Phase 4, though, and going, this looks by far the weakest of the phases, especially when you consider, it's not me saying that, it's just the general talk going on, when you consider there is no Guardians set for Phase 4, that's likely Phase 5, um, there's no release date on Blade or the Fantastic Four, might make it into Phase 4, we'll see, but there's a bunch of Disney Plus stuff, you know, there's not... A ton of movies here. They don't have a for sure deal for another Spider-Man movie. One would think it'll come. Um, where are you guys with Phase 4? When I look at it, I go, okay, there's some things that intrigue me. But all in all, uh, you know, it looks like it could be a letdown. But if there's one thing I'm going to give them props for, it's definitely going to be very different. Hollywood, over to you first, bud. Yeah. Actually, I mean, hang on. Gonna... Before we go... Let's just say this for the audience right now. Phase 4 right now includes Black Widow, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Shang-Chi, Eternals, WandaVision, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Thor, Love and Thunder, and then at the tail end that don't have set release dates are Blade and Fantastic Four. Now, Hollywood, take it away. Yeah, I was just, I mean, I was going to agree. It's definitely going to be different. I mean, when you look at the the 10 things that they have set release date for, half of those are on Disney+, Plus, which means half of them are basically TV show type things, which is 
I mean, we haven't seen that before. They, you know, everybody's mostly been focused on the movies. I mean, so and then, like you said, the, the biggest name. I mean, there's a there is a Thor movie, but it's not till the very like tail end of this. Film. So November two thousand twenty-one. Yeah. So like, I'm excited for a lot of these things. Like, a lot of these things sound cool, but like, I'm not sure how it's gonna stack up to what we've seen so far. It's definitely gonna be different. Fizz. I don't think it's meant to stack up quite as similar to what we've had. You know, I think this phase is meant to be the cool off phase, and I, it, it, it's also the phase where they're kind of experimenting, and I like that. You know, I like some of these series that in the films that they're throwing in there, you know, I mean, quite frankly, the only film in this, and I see, this is just me being me. The only film in phase four that I look at and go, meh to me personally is black widow. And it's because for me, it just feels too little too late. And it sucks because I would have been excited for this, you know, two phases ago, but now to me, it's too little too late. I'm excited for the the chance to see some of these characters that you don't see much of. The Eternals and Shang-Chi, I'm so excited for them. I'm excited for Shang-Chi for one reason and one reason only. And that's the chance to make it right. The one big fuck-up that Marvel has made to me as a fanboy of Marvel Comics is the way they whipped out their hose and pissed on the Mandarin. That is an abomination to me. And now with Shang-Chi, they have a chance to do the Mandarin right. And I'm excited for that. You know, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, taking it in a darker curve, I like this. And if they can get this film up to a nice big R, I love it even more. Oh, because I, I'd be stunned to see that happen in the MCU. I would love it. And it's, you know, I mean, it's supposed to be I, a horror I, element, they said. So it, maybe. it's not it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I, I would like to see it get that R rating for one reason and one reason only so that everybody can take a deep breath and realize that Marvel can do an R rating. Deadpool can exist in this universe. I'm excited for that possibility. And Thor, Love and Thunder. I don't know. I there's possibilities there, you know, the idea of Natalie Portman coming back and, you know, they said she's going to wield the hammer. Everyone's immediately jumping to Jane Foster's Lady Thor from another Earth. I could get behind that. I could deal with it because it's a comic thing. It's a real thing. I can I can live with it, but I don't think that's where it's going to go. I really don't. I think we're getting the Jane Foster. I don't think we're getting a multiverse Jane Foster. And that's, that's exactly it for me. Like, I, I, you know, I don't think she's going to become Thor. You know, she's not going to be Lady Thor. So everyone wanting to see that scene from the comics with Lady Thor and, and, and Thor Thor, you're not going to get it. It's not going to happen. I think she's going to wield the hammer just like Steve did in Endgame. And, you know, the Disney Plus series, I, you know... They're hit or miss. I'll wait. I'll, you know, I'll watch them. I'll see them. I'll enjoy them. They have their possibilities. The one I'm most excited for is What If, and that's because of the the graphic. They showed. They it told me that one of the stories they're going to do is a comic series that I'm I, I love. I'm a fan of Marvel Zombies, and 
I'm excited to see that. You know, it's something that you'll never see a film of because you pretty much have to kill every major character in the universe, and that's just not going to happen. But I like what ifs. I've always loved the what if comics, and I'm, yeah, I'm excited. The fanboy in me is showing through. I'm excited for that. The other series, they're going to be hit or miss. I'll either like them or I'll hate them. I don't know which yet. Tommy B, MCU Phase 4, brother. Uh, I think everything that could be said has been said. Uh, personally, I do think 4 is going to pale to compare with everything else that's come before it. Main things that are on the horizons right now that I'm really looking forward to with anticipation is... Guardians 3, of course. Uh, and I really want to see what they're going to do with Blade. Um, I don't think it's going to compare, though, with the previous Blade films that have been out there for a number of years at this point with Wesley Snipes. Can't be worse than Blade Trinity was. <laughs> uh, the Ryan Reynolds Triple H fiasco. Yeesh. Uh, yeah, um, I, I got to tell you, I... I love Wesley Snipes, so I, I see what you're saying. Guys, I need a question answered for me once and for all here before we move on to topic number two. Thor, or just not Thor, wow. Thanos, is he not a part of the Eternals? Um, he's not a Celestial. He is he is the Mad Titan. Um, he's intertwined with them, but for the purposes of this, I don't think there's any. You know, he's 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 come and gone with the different uh, universes, so I don't. Uh, it, it, they might you know touch on his past, his backstory. That's a possibility. You know, explain how we got to this point, but I—he does have a history with them. He was—he uh, uh, was an Eternal, but for the purposes of this, I think it's going to be a whole different lineup. And you might get mentions of Thanos as in a sort of a, you know, a historical meant similar to I guess the comparison would be uh, Sylvester Stallone in in Guardians Two. You know, he'd, he'd be that sort of uh, historical past. So I don't I, I don't think it's a present issue, but a past issue. If it's, they're doing it in the past, then sure, there might be a big dose of Thanos in this. But I don't think so. It's too soon. I think they might explore the backstory, but not a present. Interesting. All right, gents, let's move on to feature topic number two. This is one that's close to three of us. That's right. Supernatural season 15 will be the last for now. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Because Jensen Ackles just loves saying in the last couple of weeks that we look at it more as a break and we'll be back with something at some point. Um, yeah, that makes sense. A lot of sense to me. It does. Uh, Thomas and I here had the uh, Wayward Roadhouse podcast for a while. Uh, we will have a segment on this show for our Supernatural episode reviews uh, called the uh, the Road So Far segment uh, in the final season of Supernatural. So uh, 
I think they air on Thursdays, so we'll be reviewing the episode six days after it airs. Plenty of time for people to watch. Uh, guys, I know it's months now since they announced it. My heart is still broken that it's coming to an end. And, you know, even if they do something else, it's probably going to be half a decade from now, and uh, if not longer. And uh, I just want to know where everybody's at mentally heading into the final season where... I think McMahon's a day one guy. I started uh, during the fourth season. Thomas is the last couple of years. It's um, you know, it's it's my favorite show ever. Um, surpassed Smallville for me, and uh, you know, I I almost feel like you you'll always have the seasons and whatnot, and there's novels too, uh, uh, and there's that one season of the animated show. Um. But I, I feel like a part of me is, uh, I don't want to say dying because that's overdramatic, but I, emotionally, it, it's really bothered me that, that this is going to be it. Um, Thomas, since you and I did the show, I'm going to go to you first, man. Tommy B, where are you at, dude? You know, it's been, what, three three years now, maybe roughly four, maybe getting to, that I've been uh, in a super. And... I really just can't get over the thought that this show has never spawned anything other than the series uh, besides that. Um, it should have, let's be honest. The, the, the way we're you know, I, I understand that. And... I understand that the Chicago monster thing didn't spawn the interest everyone wanted. Yeesh. And I, I think I heard that there was a movie project or two, but they never went anywhere. Now... We all know one of the things, and it was one of many, that led to this show coming to the end was CW's unwillingness to work with the, uh, it was Wayward Sisters, right? That was the name? Correct. They were trying to boot. Uh, yeah, even J2, they were they were bummed about uh, just the unwillingness to adopt this idea, because we all loved it. We We thought it was best thing to come out in a while so now that we're you know coming to the end it's going to be season 15 and we're going to hear that uh you know carry on for the last time i can't let go um i'm thinking that no matter what there's a good chance that there's going to be something else coming at us down the line might not be for a couple more years but I'm I'm gonna hold out hope for a while. Uh, some folks may say that's a foolish thing to do, but that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna hang vein, on to it. Something in the vein of what uh, Gilmore Girls did, or you might see something like the X Files or Roseanne or Fuller House or whatever. But I think it's gonna be a bit. Um, and I, hey, I get that they also want to hey, raise I like family. Fuller House. Don't knock Fuller I, House. I totally get them. You know they have six kids between them I believe five or six and uh, I, I get they're all young I get it uh, they want to take some time it makes sense but there was other stuff involved here too
Alrighty, we are back. The power outage gods did not want us to finish. 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 That's not even a word. Finish this first episode uh, without issue. Um, and somehow Mixler has saved it. So uh, no offense to the live listeners. Uh, our much wider net is on Fridays. Um, we're good. We're good. So... Uh, we were just wrapping up our, uh, discussion on Supernatural, I believe. Uh, Thomas, did you finish what you were saying? Uh, don't know what I might have gotten cut off about, but... Yeah, we're good. Let's continue. Move on. You just asked me a question when we yeah, went. You were start- so I can't, you I can't... ask a question. Yeah, it was just coming to me on the topic. Well, Thomas was done, you just finished asking me a question. What that question was, I couldn't tell you. But you just asked me a question I was just getting ready to answer, and and it disappeared. Well, the important part is that we are back. Uh, thanks for uh, all you troopers out there sticking it out. Um, I have no idea what I was going to ask you, so I am going to throw it to you next, though. You're a big Supernatural fan. Um, where are you at, man? I, I know I'm doing the unthinkable, and I'm asking you not to binge this season. I'm asking you to do it with Thomas and I, episode at a time. Um, Goes against my nature, sir. 20 episodes are left in this thing, dude. 20. Where are we at? Where are you at? Are you going to be okay? Do you need a pillow? Well, I mean, I, I needed a pillow when the news came out. You know, I needed a, a hanky and, you know, had to cry my man tears. But, I, I mean... All good things must come to an end. And I think ending the series on their own terms is a much better option than uh, CW waking up one morning and deciding, yeah, you're done. And having an inevitable uh, cliffhanger happen and never get it resolved properly. Which is what probably would happen. So... You know, I'm I'm glad they get to go out on their own terms. Not every series does. You know, they just they've earned the victory lap. You know, there's no question about that. Fifteen seasons. I mean, how many shows do that? Really? I mean, off the top of your head, how many series can you think of that go fifteen years? It's the longest running sci-fi show consistently ever. Cons- I'll I'll give you one consistently. Okay? That's the words that. J squared keep using. So. No, no, I, I, and they're right. Consistently, they are right. I mean, the longest running sci-fi series is Doctor Who. You know, fifty-six years kind of has them beat. But for consecutive, you're absolutely right. There's no question. I mean, fifteen seasons. Uh, let's just run it through quickly that you can think of. Simpsons. Um, oh, I, I'm sorry, Simpsons don't count. I, they, they just they're so irrelevant now. It, they went. They went. They went fifteen. Uh, they went at least fifteen before they became well and truly irrelevant. You know, um, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, gonna, yeah. yeah. Grey's Anatomy, and it's going to go for a couple more years, even though. What, it's... Gunsmoke? Was it Gunsmoke for 15 years? What, what, what's the Western that ran forever? Oh. Gunsmoke was a Bonanza. Bonanza. Bonanza was the one that ran forever. I just I mean, remember. Gunsmoke, Gunsmoke had a good run, but it only had nine seasons. Before McMahon finishes his point, I just remember I, I was about to ask you a question, but I was about to say a quote. And uh, the quote was, uh, this is what Jade messaged me during my supernatural uh, ramble about my heartbreakingness. Quote, a part of me is dying. She's like, 
bitch, we're naming our baby Jensen, you dramatic ass. <laughs> Point so. for Jade, and thankfully she didn't say it with a slap to the face. <laughs> so consider yourself lucky, sir. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I love television, and, and you know, uh, I cried my man tears. All good things must come to an end, and I'm glad that they're getting a chance to tell their story on their way out. You know, I mean, if you can give us uh, another, you know, there's things I want to see in the final season. Of course, there always is. But, you know, they've set up, they set the table for something that's going to be amazing. I'm excited. It's going to be weird, you know, when we get to that last episode and, you know, we hear carry on for the final time in a new episode that's going to be awkward it's going to be hard there's going to be tears you know there's no question but i'm excited i can't wait oh excuse me i can't wait to see where they go I, i'm excited you know the the sadness has worn off the excitement has set in and i can't wait i mean yeah it's going to be 15 years uh, that box set's going to be hell expensive. Hella expensive for sure. Uh, I love the show. I do. It's my favorite show ever. But I don't know anyone who in their right mind can't say the best seasons are seasons one through five. That initial Eric Kripke run. I thought six through nine. Well, there's moments for sure in those. But those four seasons, the show. The best season is season six. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> the best season is season six. I thought the show went in a nosedive during those four years. The best line of dialogue is when Castillo declares himself God. That is the <laughs> best line of dialogue. I'm sorry, but hey, ass butt is clearly the best line of dialogue in the series. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought six I mean, to nine was a nosedive. And then somehow they got like a second wind and 10 through 13 was fantastic again. But I don't know, as last season was going and I enjoyed parts of last season, I felt like it, while it wasn't a full on nosedive, I Peter. I thought last season lacked compared to some of the recent seasons we've gotten. And I Hashtag thought that this stage hates everything. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go. Um, and that's just how I feel. And I, I want to swing it on over to Rebel who's not a Supernatural fan, probably hasn't seen a single episode, but I'm sure you've had TV series that you've followed for a very long time that finally end. Um, you know, How do you cope with that? No, not really. I mean, my favorite show is still going, so... All right, fuck you. Uh... <laughs> okay, point of comparison, what is Rebel's favorite TV series? NCIS. I'll accept that. That's a good answer. I enjoy that show. It's, uh, you know, I watch it with the family, so I, I accept that. Yep, still going, going strong. So, I don't hate that know. answer. It's a good answer. Don't Another series in that uh, that fifteen year mm. run. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, you'll be able to catch all sorts of supernatural news and episode reviews right here on the Phantom City during our uh, the Road So Far segment. Uh, we're gonna have fun. It's gonna be fun reviewing episodes of these two and. Uh, you know, there won't be deep reviews. We're talking like 10-minute reviews of the episode. Um, but it, it's going to be fun to go through this last uh, season of Supernatural. And I, I hope they've left themselves enough time. I know 
Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan wanted to come back for one last arc, but I don't think he was expecting 15 to be the end after appearing in 14. Um, so I, I don't know if they'll get that chance with his Walking Dead schedule and movie schedule. We'll see what happens, guys. Let's move on to topic number three, which is the Game of Thrones prequel, uh, currently titled, might not be the official title, title but currently titled Blood Moon. And uh, we're going to try to keep this one on the shorter side just because we have a bunch of stuff to get to. Simple question, guys. It's a spinoff of probably the most successful show um, of the last decade. Uh <laughs> You know, that's a, that's a lot to, to chew on. How do they do it right? And is it a guarantee they're getting a season? Fizz, over to you. Oh, horrible timing throwing to me first. Oh, okay. Sorry, folks, had to sneeze. I didn't think you'd want to hear that. It wasn't yes, one of that, my best. That's why he couldn't talk. Sneeze. I, <laughs> sneeze, 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 sneeze. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean... I've seen more than enough series in the pre-production and pilot phase not come to fruition that until there's an actual release date, it's just in the hope phase, you know, and we'll see, I'll see it when I see it. And, you know, do I expect this one to make tape and make air? Absolutely. I do. But, you know, until I start seeing trailers and, and set stuff, I'm not, I'm not letting the hype overtake me because I have been burned. You know, there have been other series that uh, have spun off and that I've ended up going, yeah, that's not... You're not what I was promised. You're not what I was hoping for. And I've been burned enough times to know that until I actually see it, I won't... I, 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 I'm not allowing myself to create preconceived notions because if the last Jedi taught me anything, it's that preconceived notions are often destroyed. You know, they say, don't meet your heroes. There's a reason why that's a cliche say. So I'm not, I'm not letting the hype train get away from me. Tommy B, you're pretty new to game of Thrones. You got hooked. What's the sequel? It's not the sequel. Pardon me. It's not a sequel to spin off. Prequel. Your question whether or not it was going to get picked up for a season? I did, because it's not like they shot the whole season. They shot a pilot, and remember, Game of Thrones' first pilot, not picked up. Yeah, I definitely foresee the show being picked up for at least a season, um, especially after all the success that Game of Thrones has spawned. Does that mean the show is going to be great? No, because the same things happen. There have been shows created based off of universes or by the same staff members uh, that just end up flopping. I was just earlier, we were talking Netflix and Hulu and such, you know, Bojack Horseman, different, you know, total realm of things, animation, comedy, adult humor, whatever on Netflix has been huge. Uh, It's actually been picked up for streaming, but for put on TV by comedy central Uh, Tuca and birdie, which was same people. I, I liked it. Not everyone did. Flopped. Didn't get renewed for season two. So, just because one show does great doesn't mean the other one's going to do all that good. Do I think it's going to get picked up for a season? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Rebel, 
you're completely uh, unknown to Game of Thrones. Considering the success of Game of Thrones, do you think it's a given that uh, they're going to get picked up for uh, the spinoff? I, I definitely think it'll be picked up for at least a season. Um, I kind of agree with everybody else. There's no guarantee that it's going to be anywhere close to success, but I think it'll get picked up for at the very least a season. All right. Well, there you have it. That was our featured three for tonight. We did the MCU, Supernatural, and the Game of Thrones spitoff, currently titled Blood Moon. Uh, we're going to move in to our next segment, which is uh, Dead Men Walking, a nod to The Undertaker, but also the name of our uh, Game of Thrones segment, which uh, Rebel and I will be reviewing. Um, much I think you might season. very much have a topic stuck in your head there, bud. Yeah, he meant Walking this, Dead, everybody. This, it's this segment has nothing dead. to do with Game of Thrones. The Walking <laughs> Dead, yes. It's been a chaotic... Things are going so well until that power outage. Uh, yes, The Walking Dead, Season 10. Uh, it looks like a lot's changing. We're going to review it. However, we're not here to talk about Season 10. We're here to ask one simple question. Uh, it was announced that the Rick Grimes movies, there's supposed to be three of them, are going to theaters, which was not the initial plan. It's not what we were told. But apparently it's what's happening. Uh, Ken these movies and let's just start off with one because unless they're filming them back to back to back there's no guarantee we all get we get all of them can these movies be a financial success on the big screen uh i know people are like well the walking dead is huge and blah 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 it's like small screen success doesn't always transfer over to the big screen fizz over to you first man actually sorry i'm gonna go to reno first it's only right Reno, one, what's your take on them not doing this uh, on TV like they said they were going to do? And two, are you a little bit worried that if the first one's not successful that it could cancel out the rest? Do you think it's a given it's going to be a success? Because I'm not so sure. Uh, I mean, I was was surprised that they're going to theaters just because I think their audience is, I mean, it's it's the TV audience for this show. And so, like, and I'm not sure it's going to be a financial success putting it in theaters. I don't know what the budget is going to be on the movie. I don't, or I haven't really read about that or anything or seen it. So I'm not sure how much they're spending on the movie to make the movie. But, you know, if they're spending extra, I'm not sure they're going to make that extra money because I'm not sure the people, like, I'm not sure they're going to attract more than the people that watch The Walking Dead. And I'm not sure that everybody that watches The Walking Dead is going to go out to the theater and see this movie. So, yes, I'm worried about it not being a success. And, I mean, it would make sense that if it's not, they would cancel the other ones. So, well, My response no. to that is I I don't think there's been a budget announced, but you can't just be like, okay, so here's what The Walking Dead looked like on TV, and this is what it's going to be on the big screen. It's the exact same. Just watch it on the big screen. Uh, you know, Rick vanished. And... Um, you know, it, they got to come with a bigger budget. It's got to be, you know, city oriented too. In my in my opinion, it can't be what you see on the weekly show. Um, that said, you better not go too gun ho on the budget because this thing's not going to make you know five or six hundred million dollars worldwide. I just I don't see it. Maybe a hundred or two hundred if they're really lucky, which means you're probably looking at a forty to fifty million dollar budget at best, because then you have marketing on top of it. Uh, Fizz, I don't believe you're a Walking Dead guy, but 
Um, I started a Walking Dead guy. Uh, can this was, work? Can, can it work? Sure. Anything can work. The question is, will it work? And I'm, I'm firmly on the side of, hell no. Putting this in theaters is a horrible decision that is going to cost AMC so much money that it may very well cripple them. Just looking statistically at the numbers from a year ago, from premiere to premiere, the numbers dropped almost 6 million viewers. From premiere to premiere, the October 2017 premiere saw 11.4 million viewers. The 2018 season premiere saw 6.08. The finales saw similar drops, not quite as drastic. There was a $2 million drop, which was another million drop through the season. So, I mean, it's dying. It is It is not... Now, granted, people are obviously going to make the point that this is the first Rickless season. Well, to be honest, man, um, and I've been on the boat that it's been dying for a while. So is Reno. So when we had the idea to do something Walking Dead, I don't think he was overly anxious about it and uh so spoiler alert here um they jumped six years in one episode last season six or seven one of the two and everything they did after that you know was it gold no but in my opinion the direction that they took the show uh even without rick was the best stuff i've seen in the walking dead since possibly season two Everything after the time jump was at probably at least a B or B minus. There was a few things that weren't, but everything else was fairly solid, if not a quality. I do think people deserve an end to the Rick Grimes story, though. You know, a, I, a conclusive end. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't the numbers... Cinema, though. Yeah, the numbers aren't there. Not for this. Not for a film. Now, if we were still... When this, when the wheels got rolling on this project, I'll grant them it was probably a good idea. You know, the wheels on this project would have started rolling three seasons ago, right back in season seven, when the premiere took in seventeen million viewers. That's a good base for cinema, for theatrical cinema. You know, you're going to draw your television audience, and then your average moviegoer audience who may not watch TV on a regular basis but do go out to movies, but. Uh, you know, it made sense then. Now, not so much. You've seen a 6 million viewer drop season over season in the last three years. 17 million in 2016, 11 million in 2017, 6 million in 2018. Law of statistics say next year they're going to have 0. 0.08. There's going to be 80,000 people watch the premiere next season. Uh, obviously, that's not going to happen. But... You know, the trend says that's what's going to happen. Predictive analysis says that's what's going to happen because it's what happened for the last three years. This is a horrible decision that's going to cripple AMC financially, and it's a hole they may not be able to come out of unless they pull out their nuke, which they will have to do to fix this mess. And in order to fix this mess, they will have to bring Breaking Bad out of the mothballs. That's the only thing that has a chance to fix the mess, the mess that AMC is about to make. I think there's one other way out. One way it can be a success. Sort Not of. do it in theaters? Okay, well, they're doing it in theaters. We're just going to have to accept that. 
is you better go to the Jason Blumhouse school of how to make movies. Make them for cheap, but have them look really good. Um, and yet you can't use the same cor- uh, cost corner cutting uh, for cost cutting that you use for the TV show. It can't look like the TV show. It can't be more generic area, you know. Oh, it's more woods area with a small village. More woods area with a small village. And... Um, they, they need to tap into George Romero. I'll tell you what, if I was them, I, I'd flat out call Blumhouse and say, how do we do this? Uh, we'll get you on board because they're geniuses at spending, you know, three to $15 million and finding a way to make $200 million. Uh, no idea how, but I, do I don't, it. I don't think they can do that here. I, I don't think there's a possibility for that. Deciding to do these well, theatrically. I, I don't know they, yeah. I don't know how they can keep the budget down. They I can't. Mean, they could keep it down if it's going to look the same, but then everybody's going to be like, okay, why did this need to be in theaters? Uh, so, I don't They're know. hoping to cash in a quick buck on people who just want to see the end of the Rick Grimes story, and it's not going to go the way they want it to. Uh, it's but it's, not. it's three movies. Like People are going to get tired of that by the second movie. I mean, the third one's not going to make money. Uh, even You if... know what they're going to do? They're going to The Force Awakens this shit, where you have... Uh, Oh, Rick meets up with his old buddies at the end of the first movie. What happens next? Tune into the second movie. I can almost guarantee you that's how it's going to play out. Um, Tom, Tommy, Thomas, whatever your name is. I know you're not a Walking Dead guy. Sean Akshonsky of the Land of the Maple Leaf. (laughs) Uh, Close this out for us here on this topic. Does this have any chance of being successful financially? I'd be surprised if they got what they wanted. That's it. That's all I have to say. That's short and sweet. Uh, Let's keep the truck rolling. It's time for the Fandom City News. Uh, Pay attention. Don't take a bathroom break. Bathroom break, pardon me. Uh, This literally flies by in a minute or two tops. Uh, These are the topics we did not have time to discuss in detail. And uh, over to our anchor man, Mr. Fitzgerald. Welcome to this evening's edition of the Phantom City News. These are your headlines for this week. Andy Serkis is confirmed to be in the director chair for the Venom sequel starring Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson. The CW's 100 has confirmed that a seventh season will indeed be the final season of the show. Reports have confirmed that it, Chapter 2, clacks in at a lengthy 2 hours and 45 minutes. One has to wonder, is that too much? Famous Batman voice actor Kevin Conroy will finally get a chance to suit up in the cape and cowl as the Cape Crusader in CW's five-part crossover Crisis on Infinite Earths. And your final news story of the evening, Warner Brothers' Joker movie is set to bow at the 2019 Toronto International Film Festival. I'm McMahon, and this has been your Phantom City News. All right, that is your Phantom City News. Told you it's quick, and uh, we're going to have one of those every show. Uh, It's McMahon's job to lose at this point. I do want to point out that we, yes, we, uh, will be in attendance, or at least I will, uh, for the uh, Toronto International Film Festival Joker 
debut, and we'll be doing all sorts of things uh, about that movie as we'll be beating the public audience to that by about a month, much like we did last year on the Phantom Cantina with Halloween 2018. Uh, let's keep this thing rolling, though, boys. It's time. That's right. We said we mentioned it off the top of the show. People have been asking about Star Wars Wastelands. Star Wars Wastelands will survive as a segment on this show. Not necessarily every week. It's interchangeable. If there's not Star Wars news to talk about, uh, we're not going to talk too much about it. And there's not a lot of Star Wars news to talk about right now, so we really just going to have one question during this segment, but it's the first show, and I just couldn't do this without without Planet for McMahon. So uh. here's your intro into Star Wars Wasteland, some Star Wars dubstep. Alrighty, Star Wars Wasteland's time, guys. I pose the question to you. Uh, sorry, there's two of them here. Uh, number one, we're going to focus in on Star Wars Episode Nine. bunch of rumors have been going on for months. Um, if you've been reading spoilers like I have, you have an idea where the story's going. Uh, you're probably sitting there wondering how the hell they're going to do this in two hours and 15 minutes. And the answer is I don't think they're going to. I think you're going to be looking at another two hour and 40 minute Star Wars movie. Um, the Last Jedi wasn't received great. I'm not sure where you guys stand with it. Uh, we are going to skip Rebel on this topic just because he will be on the next topic heavily. Um, and he's not a Star Wars guy. Uh, what's your confidence level, guys, heading into Episode Nine now? You know, after seeing a trailer, after seeing some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, maybe you've read rumors of where the story's going. Maybe you haven't. Uh, Tommy B., I'm going to go over to you, man. Star Wars Episode Nine. Is your confidence level starting to uh, get back up, or are you just extremely cautiously optimistic that it's not a failure. I really think that for those who want to see things quote unquote made right, because there are many who don't think that the last Jedi flopped even a little bit. Um, I feel that those who are willing to look at everything as it is, They'll see a light of redemption in episode nine. I'm feeling quite confident we're going to have some more, I guess you could say, positive response throughout the fan base as opposed to what we had with The Last Jedi. Uh, for those who have already made their decision that this is a prequel trilogy except worse, don't even go see the movie. Your mind's already made up. Uh, well said. Although, I like the prequels, so <laughs> there's that too. Uh, Fizz, episode nine, we're getting closer. As we sit here today in August, we got uh, about uh, four months or so till this movie comes out. Four months and a week. Is your confidence level getting any higher for this thing? Um... I think higher is uh, no. That just to put it straight uh, in in a flat way, no. My confidence level is no higher because I don't safely. I can't raise my confidence any higher. You know, it, it for me as a fan, it can't be worse than the Last Jedi. 
And I say that knowing full well that it could, in fact, be worse than The Last Jedi. So don't don't throw that hate mail at me or anything, you know. Um, but I'm excited. I'm hyped. Is it more so now since I've seen trailers and and things of that? No. I mean, it hasn't gone up since Celebration. So, I mean, if we're basing it on that level, then yes, I'm hyped. I'm excited. You know, the level is definitely up there. But is it any higher now than it was then? No. I'm excited. I'm hyped. It can't be worse than The Last Jedi. And they've already shown me things that have me generally and legitimately excited. So, bring it on. I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, and this is me reading supposed spoilers from uh, that website that likes to spoil everything. And uh, uh, and you know who they are, and you can find them. Um, Stay away from Super Shadow, man. Come on. <laughs> Oh man, Super Shadow! Wow. Well, well you know, you know we talk, in episode we talk, nine, uh, it's gonna be uh, Darth Bane versus Darth Revan, and and things are just gonna be fucking insane. Guaranteed. By the way, I have a cameo in the movie. I'm George Lucas's best friend. You know, Tommy mentioned the prequel, so I just felt it seems appropriate to throw out a Super Shadow reference here. I, that was good. I wasn't expecting that. I like that. Uh, let's move on, though. Topic number two: The Mandalorian. We can confirm this. Uh, if you're hoping to binge it, don't. Uh, because you can't. Unless you wait till it's all out. Because they're not releasing all the episodes at once. Uh, that's right. You can't just uh, pay for your one month and get everything. Uh, they may, and they stressed, may release the first two episodes. Uh, but if not, it'll be one episode. Um, followed by one episode, followed by one. A weekly format, so... You might get two to begin with, but they are doing the weekly format. So uh, how are you feeling about that? Fizz, over to you first on this one. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. Um, and I mean, I I don't know. I mean, as we get closer and closer to the digital format being the only format, I'm, 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 I don't know if I like the idea of doing week to week. In, in this format, so other series have done it. I can't say I've ever truly enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a little, I'm actually a little upset that they're not just dropping it all at once, but I mean, if that's the way they're going to run Disney Plus going forward, Sounds I can't like really it. hate on it. I can't really hate on that decision, but... B- business model-wise, it's wise. You know, I, I don't disagree, because you're right, it does force fans that want to watch it immediately to have uh, an ongoing subscription over the course of the series. So, you know, you are stuck with at least two months of subscription at any given time. But, I, yeah, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I, I don't really have an opinion. Tommy B.? I could always change my mind, but my initial reaction, similar to how McMahon started, and the exact same way that I respond whenever Netflix's Are You Still Watching screen comes up, is I'll say, don't you judge me, and don't you tell me how to live my life (laughs) about the binge. I'll tell you what, I'll wait till the series is over about a season, and then I'll pay for a month. And then I'll watch that, and then I probably, unless, yeah, maybe they'll come up with some more stuff I'll want to watch. 
But at the moment, that's really the main thing I want to see anyway, so. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm hoping for review purposes you don't wait that long, but... Uh, it, it, it... Mm, I don't know. Oh no, we might have to work out a streaming idea. Mm. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, that's going to do it for Star Wars Wastelands, though. We are coming towards the end of the show. Before we get to outros, though, Rebel and I, sorry, Mr. Hollywood over there, who I'm sure was at the red carpet premiere, you know, rubbing elbows with Beyonce and, and, uh, and, Elton John, and, and you know he's a, he's tight with all those people. He he's got his nose ten feet up in the air, looking down on us. I can't even see past the nose, but uh, I'm sure he was at the red carpet premiere down in uh, Hollywood, California. Um, but I can tell you, we've both seen the movie. It's time to review it, Rebel. It's our Fandom City seven star review. That's a nod to Dragon Ball Z, the seven star Dragon Balls. Uh, Where are you at, man? How did you feel, and what are you going to give it? Talk about the Lion King, comments. right? Yes, the Lion King. You never said what we were reviewing. You just, um, no, like, uh, I, I was so excited for this movie. It was like the movie I was most looking forward to out of the rest of the year. I was so excited to go. And I, I sit down in the seat. The music plays. The struggle of life. I'm, like, singing along, you know, not out loud, but it was there. And then it just got awful. Like, why was this made? They're like, like, there wasn't enough changed in this movie to make it worth it. And the stuff that they did change was pointless. Like, why didn't Rafiki just walk with his stick all the time? Why was it hid in his tree? Or why didn't he stand all the way up when he held Simba up? That annoyed me. But anyway, I don't know. Like, the movie was okay. The animals couldn't show enough emotion because we wanted them to look too real. There wasn't enough emotion on their face. So, I mean, it, it was a really big disappointment for me. And, uh, all right, don't give your uh, star review yet. Um, for me, look, we did shows last year. This was my most anticipated movie of this year. Uh, and I came out like in Toy Story 4 better. And I never thought that was even going to be a possibility. Um, I didn't hate it. Um, it's not like I didn't even like it. I, I liked it, but there was some uh, decision-making that I just wasn't on board with. Uh, it was it was actually too realistic at times. I felt like I was watching National Geographic voiced over, um, which is too bad. You know, you still needed a little bit of a hint that, hey, this is our... You know, fairy tale land of the Lion King. Uh, you know, Favreau, I think, just went too far with this one. Um, the Rafiki not having the stick thing and certain song decisions uh, bothered me. But th the biggest thing was, um, and I had taken my, uh, my little guy's younger brothers, uh, who were obviously not mine, um, to it. And they'd never seen the first Lion King. So they enjoyed it. But, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself can't see any emotion on these animals faces uh, and i'm sorry th that's not a too realistic part i can see emotion on my german shepherd's face you know i yep. i absolutely can and you couldn't in this movie and 
And, um, you know, while I didn't hate it, I definitely liked it in terms of it, you know, it was an enjoyable theater experience, almost like, you know, when I was a kid going to see Undercover Brother. It was an enjoyable theater experience. It doesn't mean I'm what? It doesn't mean I'm going to go see it again. Uh, <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> Undercover brother? Are yeah. you? I I don't even know how to respond to that. I, like, I specifically remember what the uh, the woman was wearing in in two rows in front of me, and let's just say it it might have been more enjoyable than the movie, and that's why. Yeah. So that's probably going to get me in hot water. Um, well, just casually reminder that the film came out forever ago. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's my point. It was okay. I went. I you know I probably paid five bucks to go see it at Famous Players. Um, yeah, I missed that place. Yeah, me too. Wasn't everything I wanted it to be, and it's uh, it's unfortunate. It wasn't really close to what I wanted it to be. Uh, Rebel, what do you give the Lion King, man? First of all, I'll just say it's amazing that in the original movie, the best part was Timon and Pumbaa, and in this one, the best part was still Timon and Pumbaa, but yeah. anyway. No, absolutely. Um, I totally agree. All right, so are we we're doing this out of seven, or are we doing this out of ten? Out, out of seven. seven, right? Out of seven. Okay. It's a seven-star review. How many well, stars that's right. I, Look, look, I was just making sure. Out of seven, The Lion King from 2019 is going to get... Ah, five. Yeah, we'll go with a five. You're going to go with a five. That's higher than I thought you were going to go, man. Uh, I am going to give The Lion King a three and a half star review. So a 3.5 for The Lion King for me. Hater. Five. Hater. (laughs) Five might be too high, but I'm going to stick with it. Five from Rebel. Uh... I will turn uh, our, the last part of our review over to the two guys that haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, Tommy B and McMahon, do you guys have any question, What just one, but any question about the movie whatsoever um, that you might be curious about? Yeah, what camp do you fall in when it comes to, they say it's too realistic looking and some folks say they would have preferred if it was a little more CG looking. I definitely needed a CG element okay. to it. I mean, the biggest example of that, in my opinion, is Scar. Yeah. Uh, McMahon, anything? Uh, I'm going to save us some airtime and say no, I don't have any particular questions, because I know eventually I'll see it, because you know, The Lion King is my dad. You know, one of my dad's favorite films uh, of all time, so it, it is inevitable that I will see it, so... All of my questions will be answered. Alrighty, well, our air time's a little over 80 minutes, but we did have that breaking news we didn't expect. We did have a uh, uh, an interruption there. It threw us a little bit off. We had a long intro. I expect these episodes to be closer to 60 to 75 minutes in length. Uh, we're going to close things out here. Uh, just want to point out that you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, look for Fandom City on Facebook. We're doing exciting votes every day. Uh, I kid you not, uh, when I took the results for this, it would have been this morning, so it's probably changed since then. But we did a What Movie is Better, The Force Awakens uh, or The Last Jedi, and uh, The Force Awakens won uh, 54 to 4 to 4. Four of the votes were uh, not counted because they weren't answers that made any sense. Um, 
four people said The Last Jedi, and 54 people said The Force Awakens. So, I mean, I, I get it. That's a small group of people, but... What did the votes that didn't make sense say? Uh, both of them are great, and uh, I like uh, Caravan of Courage and or Holiday Special and stuff like that. So, Those uh, forgot the question. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're going to have a new Twitter handle soon. We'll get you that. Uh, you'll be able to listen to this on Apple Podcasts. Uh, maybe YouTube. We're going to have a group discussion about that. You'll be able to hear us next week at around 10 o'clock Eastern again. I uh, already have most of the show notes laid out, but who knows? Maybe we'll get more breaking news. We're going to go around the table here. First up, Tommy B, man. I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> Tommy B has taken the blunt part of our description a little too seriously. Uh, uh, we're closing it out. Bon voyage. Do you have anything? Oh, well, okay. Say? I missed that. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's been nice chatting with all of you. Uh, come back. There we go. Okay. That's good enough. <laughs> Goodbye. Get out. Stop uh, hating everything. Yeah. Uh, McMahon. I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? No, I'm just picking on Tommy, because, you know, that's that's just what we do around these here parts. 24! Um, no, seriously, though, it, it's been a lot of fun. You know, I'm, I'm happy to be back doing this on a regular basis again. I'm excited. It's fun. You know, just shoot the shit and, uh, you know, leave your preconceived notions at the door. I love it. Uh, you know, I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to... Uh, just keep unrolling with you guys. Or do you mean rolling? Uh, Hollywood. Not brother. with you guys. Not with you guys. I'm sorry. None of you are my type. <laughs> Hollywood, man. What do you have to say to close this thing out? It's been a blast. It's uh, good to be back after missing you know, half the summer. But it's good to be back. It's fun tonight. And uh, I'm going to slip on my shades and stroll off into Hollywood. So see you all next week. Yeah, he's got he's got dinner with uh, some Harrison Dodge guy or whatever, and uh, and, and Tom Cruise. So I don't know who those guys are. That's above above my pay grade. So, uh, but I'm Sage. That was McMahon, Tommy B, and Hollywood Rebel. We'll see you next week for the second episode of uh, the Fandom City Podcast. See you then. And in the meantime, and in between time, feel free to check us out on Facebook. Adios.